Greetings and welcome to Illum Radio. I'm your host, John Lovering, inviting you to join me on this podcast radio show into the magical realm of theater on the radio, where through the use of voices, sound effects, and music, they practice the art of deception by attempting to use your imagination to create pictures in your mind. Now, audio theater is to your ears what pulling a rabbit out of a hat is to your eyes. You see, it is really all about the art of deception. And if you permit audio theater to involve your imagination, they can take you on some pretty interesting adventures. Working together, they can make you laugh. They can make you a little nervous. They can bring tears to your eyes. They can scare you. They can make you say, aha. They can turn you into a detective trying to solve a crime. They can ride a horse through the Old West or climb aboard a rocket ship and launch you into the world of science fiction. Your imagination is a very powerful part of your brain. And here at Heirloom Radio... I would like to borrow it for the show I am going to feature on this track. Well, before we hear the Henry Aldrich comedy show from November 23, 1952, their Thanksgiving show, appropriately entitled Thanksgiving Turkey, uh, we're going to do a little something special today. I have a uh, young lady by the name of uh, Sharon who is going to come in and give us a weather forecast. And uh, she's a little nervous, so, uh, you know, cut her a little space here and... uh, well, come on in, Sharon, and, and, and let's go. Give us the, uh, the weather forecast. As we look at the weather map, we see a cold front with forecasts of sub-zero temperatures, with tomorrow's forecast for continued mild. Continued mild? The expected frigid weather is due to a cold mare's asses, ass, mare, cold air masses moving down from Canada. Watch your language, you bud. We're on the air. Now, before we begin the Henry Aldrich Thanksgiving Turkey uh, comedy show from 1952, uh, we thought uh, having Henry Aldrich being about a teenager, we would have a teenage commercial of some sort. So uh, we're going to do that, and then we'll get into the show. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. What to do about my clear skin? Don't feel bad, Keen Teen. Be one of the crowd. Buy Pimpleon. Add splotches and blemishes to the clearest of skin. Pimpleon comes complete with tiny applicator and a 30-day supply of red paint. If your clear skin persists, see your dermatologist. The seal of approval assures the removal of anything bad at all. And just to prove it's real, here's the approval seal. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you, seal. Hello. I'm Mr. Red. Family is transcribed, written by Clifford Goldsmith. One seventeen Elm Street in Centerville is a house like many other houses, and it might be a very solemn and state place if there weren't a boy in it. And when that boy is a typical teenager like Henry Aldrich. Well, it's a place where unexpected things are always happening. The scene opens in one of Centerville's grocery stores. The time is afternoon. Hello? 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 Hello, Mother. This is Henry. Who? Henry. Henry Aldridge, your son. Oh, 
Is everything all right, dear? Are you all through at the store? Practically. I just wanted to tell you, though, they're all out of mincemeat, and I've been to two other stores. What's that? They don't have any mincemeat at all? No. Mr. Preston said people shouldn't let their shopping go till the day before Thanksgiving. He said that... Dear, I don't care what he said. It's going to be a blow to your father. But I guess he'll have to be satisfied with pumpkin pie. I know, but they don't have any pumpkins either. Don't they have any canned pumpkin? Oh, canned pumpkin? And Henry, have you picked up the turkey? No, not yet. I haven't been over to that side of the store. Well, dear, you go over there just as soon as you hang up and tell Mr. McGill you want the turkey I ordered three weeks ago. Yes, Mother. Only how about Sage? What about it? Hey, Henry. What do you want, Homer? When you get through with that phone, I want it. What's that, Henry? Mother, I said, what shall I do about Sage? They're all out of it. Henry, they can't be. Mr. Preston said it's a count of the late shopping. Well, dear, you ask Mr. Preston whether he can't fix up Mrs. Aldrich with just a little Sage for her Thanksgiving dinner. I'm sure he has some put away somewhere. Listen, Henry, when can I use that phone? Gee whiz, Homer, can't you see I'm talking to my mother? What's that, Henry? Nothing, Mother. I'm just talking to Homer. Henry, you aren't fooling around down there with Homer, are you? What's that? It sounds to me like you haven't done any of the shopping I sent you to do. Well, I'm doing the best I can, Mother. Gee whiz, all I've got is two pair of hands. Listen, Henry, I've got to use that phone. Well, please hurry, dear, and don't waste any time with Homer. But, Mother... Goodbye. Goodbye. Boy, Henry, it's about time. Gee whiz, Homer, you have to push your guy right out of the booth. Don't speak to me. Don't say a word. I'm trying to remember five different things to tell my mother. I gotta get some sage. Number, please. Mm, squash, chestnut, cinnamon. Number, please. There's cinnamon. I mean, uh, operator, just make it plain 232 without the cinnamon. May I have your number, please? I told you, 232, Elm. Elm, 232. Gee whiz, now I've forgotten our whole Thanksgiving dinner. Squash, chestnuts, cinnamon. Oh, boy. Squash, chestnuts, cinnamon. Hello? Yeah, listen, Mother, what came after cinnamon? What's that? Who did you want? Isn't this my mother? Well, yes, Homer, it is. Have you got everything for our dinner? Well, the only thing on your list that they've got is breadcrumbs and cleaning powder. Well, did you get them? Well, yes, but it isn't much of a Thanksgiving dinner. What's that? Oh, boy, cranberries. What? I just happen to remember cranberries. That's what came after cinnamon. Well, what about them? I can't get any. Oh, now, Homer, they must have at least a few cranberries. No, they haven't. Henry Aldridge got the last half pound. What's that? Oh, Homer, you aren't wasting your afternoon with Henry Aldridge, are you? No. Only, gee whiz, he bought the last cranberries. Well, dear, I don't see how he can have turkey without cranberries. Well, you don't have to worry, Mother. I've got something even better. Oh, that's good. What'd you get? Ketchup. <laughs> Ketchup? To go with turkey? Oh, well, I like it on anything. And so does Father. I know, dear. And it's red. If you pour it on corn kernels, it looks just like cranberries. <laughs> oh, Homer, did you tell Mr. McGill you want our turkey? Well, that's another thing. There's only one. Well, one is all we want. No, I mean one turkey for everybody. And Mr. McGill isn't sure, but he's pretty sure Mrs. Aldridge reserved that. Now, dear, Mrs. Aldridge didn't reserve that turkey any more than I did. I asked Mr. McGill to put it aside for me weeks ago. You did? Yes, now run right over and tell him. Hey, Homer, I gotta use that phone again. Well, just a minute, Henry. Homer! Is Henry Aldrich there? Well, yes, Mother. Well, he hasn't got hold of that turkey, has he? Just a minute. Henry, what's in that big bag there? Squash. Now hurry up, Homer. Mother, it's all right. It's squash. Oh, Homer, did you get any squash? Well, that's what I was going to tell you. They don't have the kind you wanted. Look, shall I get the kind Henry got? Dear, get any kind, just so long as your father has a good squash when he sits down with his turkey. <laughs> okay. Homer, will you let me have that phone? Okay, here. Well, thanks. Hello? Hello? 
Listen, Homer, why are you handing me your mother? Well, hang her up. What? <laughs> Goodbye, mother. Boy, will I be glad when Thanksgiving is over. Homer, will you please get your oranges and flour and stuff out of this booth? I'm getting them out, Henry. Listen, where did you get that squash? There aren't any more. There aren't? Henry, I'm getting sick of you taking the last of everything in this place. Homer, you gotta keep your eyes open around here. Number, please. Elm 303. Elm 303. Just a minute there, Aldrich. What's that? What do you got there in your hand? can of pumpkin. It was the last one on the counter. I'll say it was. I've been looking all over for it. For this? That's part of Mrs. Bartlett's order. Now give it to me. Well, gee whiz. Hello? Hello, Mother. What do you think just happened? Dear, what is it you want now? Well, I was going to ask whether one can of pumpkin would be enough. Oh, I guess I could make a pie with one can. But Mother, they just took it away from me. What? The man said Mrs. Bartlett saw it first. Dear, do you realize tomorrow is Thanksgiving? It sounds to me as though you aren't even trying. Mother, you'll be glad to hear I got a lot of parsley. Parsley? Yeah, there doesn't seem to be much of a demand for that. I took six pounds. <laughs> Henry, do you have our turkey? Oh, yeah, gee whiz. You say you have it? No. Uh, I mean, I'm glad you reminded me. Well, you hurry right over to Mr. McGill and ask him for it. Y yes, Mother, I'll go right away. Goodbye. Hey, buddy. Yes, sir? Did you want me? When you took that can of pumpkin, did you pick up a can of cinnamon, too? Cinnamon? No, sir, I haven't even seen any cinnamon. Well, somebody took a can of cinnamon right out of Mrs. Bartlett's order. Hey, Homer. What, Henry? Is Mr. McGill here at the meat counter? Yeah, he's in the back room, wrapping... Uh, that is, I mean, he's wrapping something up for me. Okay, I'll wait for him. Well, he may be in there for quite a while, Henry. Why waste time? Why don't you go over to the other side of the store and do some more shopping? Well, I finally got all mine done, except for one thing. You sure? I mean, why don't you go over and get some cinnamon? They don't have any. Well, sure they have. I just got a can. All I have to buy is something right here for Mr. McGill. Oh, you do? Sure. Hey, Homer, before I forget, have you got your composition written for English? <laughs> oh, gee whiz, we don't have to have it ready until Monday. Well, I know, but I'm going to do mine tonight. Then I'll have a free mind for the whole weekend. Gee whiz, what's keeping Mr. McGill? I'm going to go back there and look for him. Hey, now, wait a minute, Henry, wait. What for? Uh, well, the composition is supposed to be about uh, what you did on Thanksgiving Day. I know. Well, how are you going to write about what you did on Thanksgiving Day on the day before it? All I'm going to do, Homer, is eat. I'm going to eat turkey at noon, and then in the evening I'm going to have cold turkey, and just before I go to bed I'm going to have some more turkey. Oh, well, that's nice. Sounds like an interesting composition. Uh, now then, Homer, here you are. A very nice 18 pounds. Thank you, Mr. McGill. Thank you very much. It's the last it's one. So we... long, Henry. Homer, you haven't told me what you're going to do on Thanksgiving Day. Homer? Gee whiz, is he in a hurry? Now then, young man, what can I do for you? you explain to Mr. McGill that he promised me a turkey? Well, sure, Mother, and he said that he could definitely promise you one. When? The day after tomorrow. Henry, I need a turkey for Thanksgiving, <laughs> not the day after. When Homer took that turkey, did you tell him he was really taking our Thanksgiving dinner? Mother, I didn't have a chance to. He just grabbed it from right under my nose and ran. And Mr. McGill said Homer told him we didn't want the turkey? Well, Mr. McGill said Homer didn't actually say it. He, he just implied that we didn't. Very well, Henry, here's what I want you to do. You're to go over to the Browns and tell Homer's mother exactly what happened. And demand the turkey? You don't have to demand it, dear. If you just explain things, I'm sure Mrs. Brown will be only too glad to give it to you. She will? Yes, dear. Now start right away. Yes, Mother. And hurry right back with it. Yes, Mother. Alice. Yes, Sam. 
Where did you just send Henry? Over to the Browns, dear, to get that turkey. Now, wait a minute, Alice. Dear, I'm sorry. It isn't theirs, it's ours. And we have guests coming. But, Alice, the Browns are old friends of ours. You can't do a thing like that to them. Not at Thanksgiving. And besides, in all fairness, they have an equal right to that turkey. Now, the sensible thing to do is... Whom are you calling? Number, please. Elm 391. Elm 391. Sam, you aren't inviting anyone else for dinner, are you? No, Alice, I'm calling the market. Dear, believe me, they don't have any more turkeys down there. Very well. We'll get something else. Old Hill Market, good afternoon. Good afternoon, this is Mr. Aldrich. Oh, yes, sir. I'd like to place an order with you. All right, Mr. Aldrich. Now then, I'd like a couple of real nice roasters. What's that? Roasting chickens, say five or six pounds each. But, Mr. Aldrich, where am I going to get them? What's that? There isn't a chicken left in the place. Oh. Well, then you'd better make it a couple of good-sized ducks. Personally, I like duck just as well as turkey. No ducks, Mr. Aldrich. No ducks. Now, wait a minute. You must have something. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I know, Mr. Aldrich, but it seems like everybody waited till the last minute to do their shopping. My wife and I are having salmon. <laughs> We're having company for dinner. I'll tell you what I can do, Mr. Aldrich. How would you like me to cut up a nice oxtail for you? <laughs> oxtail? What for? For Thanksgiving. It isn't the same as chicken, but it makes a dandy stew and very nourishing. Yeah. Yeah, well, just skip the whole thing. Now, will there be anything else, Mr. Aldrich? No, thank you. I guess you've got everything. Goodbye. Goodbye. Alice. Which did you get, Sam? Chickens or ducks? I've been thinking it over, Alice, and it seems to me you have a perfect right to demand that turkey from the Browns. And, dear, that's exactly what I told Henry to do. Good. But when Henry comes back with it, the thing to do is to call the Browns and insist that they come over here and have Thanksgiving with us. But, Sam, that turkey isn't large enough for all of their guests and our guests, too. Oh. Well, that's too bad. I hate to see the Browns go without... Yeah, I'll answer. Well, of course, if we serve plenty of muffins and yams, we might be able to stretch it. Hello. Is this you, Father? Yes, Henry, where are you? I'm downtown. Well, hurry on home. Don't dawdle with that turkey. Father, I'm dawdling without the turkey. What? They wouldn't give it to me. Mr. Brown said they bought and paid for the turkey, and that's all there was to it. Oh, he did. Father, isn't there any other place to get a turkey? I'm not interested in any other turkey. We're going to have that one the Browns have, and we're going to eat it tomorrow. Alone. They're not invited. You want me to go back and tell them? No, I'll take care of it. Father, I'm going to go back to see Homer anyhow. Never mind that, Henry. You come right home. But Father... Henry? Yes, sir. I'll be right there. Alice. Yes, Sam. What's the matter? I have tried to be patient. I have tried to be considerate. Now I am going to do something. What? Here, Alice. Take this phone. I want you to call the Browns and demand our turkey. <laughs> Is that what she said, Elizabeth? Yes, Will. Why, in all the years I've known Alice Aldrich, I've never heard her talk that way to anyone. All right. All right. If they want to make an issue of the turkey, it's all right with me. Mother, I'll be back in a little while. Homer, where are you going? Well, just over to Henry's. It isn't so late, Mother. Homer, let's get this straight. You're not to have anything to do with Henry Aldrich. Not ever? Not until we've eaten that turkey. <laughs> and if he wants to speak to you, that's his loss. Yeah, but look, I've got to write a composition, and I need a little advice about Thanksgiving. Well, you won't get it over there. I don't think the Aldriches are celebrating Thanksgiving this year. Well, can't one of you answer that phone? Now, Elizabeth, don't touch it. It's probably Sam Aldrich calling to pick a fight with me about that turkey. Well, now, Will, the least you can do is talk to him. Even if he loses his temper, you don't have to lose yours. Elizabeth, I'm just going to sit here absolutely calm. Father, would you be willing to help me with my composition? What's your problem? 
Well, I have to compare what the pilgrims did on their first Thanksgiving with what I did tomorrow. Well, for one thing, you can point at uh, uh, what you did tomorrow. Yes, sir. What did you do tomorrow? What's that? Homer, what are we talking about? Well, I think you should at least go to the phone and tell Sam you're not going to give him that turkey. He'll find out soon enough, Elizabeth. He'll find out. He's found out already. Well, uh, What's that? It's the front door. And I'm not going to sit here and just hear bells ringing. I'll go to the door. I'm willing to do that. Well, let me know who it is. The same here, Father. Hello there, Will. Well, well, Sam Aldrich, aren't you, uh, that is, uh, <laughs> won't you come in? No, thanks, Will. Uh, Mr. Brown, is Homer here? Uh, now, Henry, you stay right here on the steps where you are. Don't bother the Browns. Oh, uh, Henry's no bother. Is there something I can do for you, Sam? Will... I don't know what this is all about, but I take it that Alice lost her temper when she phoned your wife a few minutes ago. Just between ourselves, Will, women have a tendency to exaggerate the importance of things. You're right, Sam. I tried to reason with Elizabeth. I'm afraid she went a little overboard herself. When you get right down to it, there isn't any turkey in the world worth sacrificing our friendship over. No, no, of course not. And Alice will be the first to admit the same thing. That's just the way Elizabeth feels. So, I just wanted to tell you to enjoy the turkey and have a fine Thanksgiving. Uh, now, wait a second, Sam. The fact is, I was just going to start for your house with that turkey. No, oh, no, Will, no. Just forget the whole thing. No, Sam, I mean it. Uh, <laughs> Gee whiz, Father, is Mr. Brown really going to give us the turkey? Henry, if he brings the turkey out here, we're not going to take it. Why not? Well, don't you think I have any pride? I never got down on my knees for a turkey before. And then... hey, here you are, Sam. It's all wrapped and everything. Oh, no, no, Will, no, 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 Will. Where are you going with that turkey? Be quiet, Elizabeth. Yes, Sam. <laughs> Oh, no. I wouldn't think of it. You keep it and have a nice dinner tomorrow. Now, Sam, there's no use in your going down those steps without this. Here, Henry, you take it. Shall I, Father? Uh, no, Henry. Come along. Sam! No use following us, Will. It's your turkey. No, Sam, it's yours. I'm putting it right here on the front walk. All right, Will. If you want to leave it there, it's all right with me. There it is on the sidewalk, Sam. I'm going back in the house. And Henry and I are going down the street. Father, hey, Father. What's the matter? Look at those three dogs coming. What's that? Hey, hey, get away from that. Stop. Sure. look. One of them took it. Uh, what's that? He took it. To come back here. Well, Will, that was certainly a foolish thing for you to do. What do you mean, for me to do? What did you leave it there for? I left it. I left it. You put it down there yourself. Well, why didn't you pick it up? Why should I? It's your turkey, Will. If you want it, you go get it. Come on, Henry. We've got other things to do. But she whiz, Father. Well, of all of... Uh, of all... What's the matter, Father? Come on, Homer. We've got to chase a dog. <laughs> a dog, Father? For Thanksgiving? <laughs> We'll return to the Aldrich family in just a moment. Now, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it's one sure bet that tonight's Phil Harris Alice Faye show will deliver a full half hour's worth of family comedy. And right after the Harris Faye show on most of these NBC stations, Theater Guild on the Air will bring you Basil Rathbone, Alan Webb, and Margaret Phillips in the radio version of the Broadway hit The Winslow Boy. And then there's Adventure with a pair of NBC programs as Jack Webb stars in this week's Dragnet story, 
from the files of the Los Angeles Police Force, while William Gargan will be on hand in the title role of Barry Craig, Confidential Investigator. So stay tuned to this NBC station and listen for the Phil Harris, Alice Faye Show, Theater Guild on the Air, Dragnet, and Barry Craig, Confidential Investigator. Now getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich. The Browns have somehow got a turkey from the meat market that had been reserved for Mrs. Aldrich. And then while Mr. Aldrich and Mr. Brown were each trying to outdo the other with politeness over the bird, a stray dog ran off with it. The scene opens in the basement of the Elm Street Church. The time is that same evening. Step right in, folks. Step right in. The auction's going to begin shortly. Hello there, Mr. Johnson. Oh, hello, Mr. Aldrich. Hi, Henry. Hello. Has the bidding started yet? No, we'll be starting pretty soon. Pretty nice turkey. Oh, uh, nicest bird you ever saw. 25-pounder. Come on, Henry. Step right in, folks. The auction will begin shortly. Gee, Father, I just happened to remember something. You know that darn dog that stole our turkey? Mr. Brown's turkey. Uh, yes, sir. Well, I think his name is Dodo, and he belongs to that family that lives down on the corner of Maine and Elm. Where? You know, where the fence is broken down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the family Will Brown's always complaining about. They got about 15 children. Yeah, and two dogs for every child. Pardon me, Mr. Aldrich. I want to get right up here in front. Oh, hello, Mrs. Brown. Well, now, folks. Folks, we're auctioning off just one turkey tonight, but it sure is a beauty. They say it's a direct descendant of the first turkey the pilgrims ate. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> hello there, Mr. Johnson. Oh, hello, Will Brown. Hi, Homer. Hi. We aren't late, are we? You haven't sold a turkey yet, have you? No, sir, but we're going to start right away. Uh, come on, Homer. Let's get over here to one side. Boy, am I tired. Uh, does this tear in my pants show? What tear? When that dog tripped me. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't show too much if you don't bend down. Homer, why couldn't you have remembered this auction before I tried to climb that fence? All right. All right, friends, here she is. It's all for charity, a worthy cause. Bid freely and generously. You may be sure good use will be made of the money. Now, what am I offered for this beautiful turkey? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen on bid. That's an insult to this beautiful bird. I wouldn't be surprised to see her get up and walk off in a huff. Uh, who'll make it eighteen? Twenty. Twenty I have. Why, the drumsticks are worth that. Uh, now, now it's 25. Now it's 25. 30. Now it's 30. Now we're going. I have 30 bids. Father, aren't you going to bid? $30.50. No, no, I'm sorry, Mr. Brown. I'm only taking dollar bids on this. It's all for charity. All right, then. Make it 30. 31. 30, 31 what, Father? 31 what? Dollars, I'm afraid. Uh, 31. 31 it is. Who'll make it 32? 33. I, I mean, 32. No, I heard you the first time, lady. 33 you made it, and thank you. 35. 35 on bid. 35. Well, Homer, I guess that lets us out. 35 I have from Mr. Aldrich. Who'll make it 40? Homer, did he say Aldrich? Well, gee whiz. Who'll make it 40? 45. 45 on bid. 45. That'll show Sam Aldrich. 45 is the 50. Bid. 55. Gee whiz, Father. Keep quiet, Homer. 55 on bid. 55. Who'll make it 60? 60. Well, thank you, Mr. Brown. You raised your own bid. Thank you. I did? Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Seventy. Se Seventy, I have. Seventy for charity. Seventy once. Seventy twice. Father, suppose Mother hears about this. Seventy twice. Do I hear more? Uh, what did he say, Homer? I don't want to make another mistake. Do I hear more? Father, I'd like to... Now listen, Homer, for the last time, be quiet. Sold for seventy dollars to Samuel Lawrence. <laughs> to who? 
that's a fine thing. And, Homer, it's all your fault. Mine? Well, how are you, Will? How are you, Sam? Uh, Mr. Aldrich, if you'll step up here and pay your $70... All right, I'll be happy to. Bye, Homer. Bye, Henry. Mr. Aldrich, I want you to know this turkey is going to be wrapped and sent to one of the most deserving families in town. What's that? And presented, of course, with the compliments of the whole Aldrich family. <laughs> what? Oh, boy. <laughs> Junior, keep away. Do you want to frighten him? Here, Dodo. Give me that turkey. That's a nasty turkey, Dodo. You won't like it. Papa, where do you suppose he got it? Natalie, will you stand back and all the rest of you keep back? All right, stand back, everybody, and let Papa get the turkey. Now, Dodo, for the last time, I want that turkey. We need that turkey. <laughs> we haven't had a turkey dinner in this house in years. Daddy! Look at it, look at it. Where do you suppose Dodo found that turkey, Papa? Uh, well, I don't believe in looking a gift dog in the mouth. <laughs> besides, Dodo knows a lot of people in this town. It, is that the front door? Yes, Papa. It is? Now, look, Junior, take this turkey and go into the kitchen with it. All right. It's our turkey now. Good evening, Mr. Foley. I've got a surprise for you. Uh, what's that, Mr. Johnson? Uh, here you are. It's partly from the Elm Street Church and partly from Sam Aldrich. Well, what's this, a turkey? A 25-pounder and all the trimmings to go with it. Oh, Papa! Oh, Gee whiz, Papa. another turkey! Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Just a minute, Alice, and I'll turn the light off. Don't forget to open the window before you get into bed. Mother. Yes, Henry, come in. Mother, I hate to bother you, but could you look over this composition for spelling? Not tonight, dear, but leave it here. I'll go over it in the morning. All right, and thanks. Good night, Henry. Good night. Good night, dear. You know, Alice, I've been thinking it over. You've been thinking what over, Sam? I don't see any reason why we should ask the Browns over for dinner tomorrow. To be quite frank, dear, I agree with you. I'll admit we've been good friends, but after the way Will acted today... And I didn't like Elizabeth's attitude. So we might just as well... Dear, how do you spell Pocahontas? What's that? I guess Henry spelled it right. Anyway, I don't see any point in having guests here for a dinner of cranberries and chestnuts. But, dear, I told you we're also having corned beef hash. Hash? Of course, I know it isn't turkey, but... Sam, how do you spell Pocahontas? Pocahontas? There's no K in it, is there? <laughs> there may be in the original Indian spelling. Sam, listen to this. Listen to what? What I did on Thanksgiving by Henry W. Aldrich. Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Yes, dear, but stop interrupting. This year, the same as last year, we did the same old stuff that we did every other year. <laughs> to begin with, our dinner consisted of turkey. Only he scratched that out and wrote chicken. Yeah? Where does he think he's going to eat chicken? Then he scratched that out and just left it blank. Oh. <laughs> After we finished this hearty meal, we felt very stuffed and all sat around and talked about the price of things and the weather and business and stuff like that. Back in the old days, however, it was much more interesting. Then there wasn't much food for anybody, and the pilgrims had to shoot turkeys just like Indians. 
Pocahontas was one Indian, for example, but she was a good Indian. Mince meat in those days, they didn't have at that time, nor things like sage, because no more ships came in that year. When you once got some food, you had to hang on to it for dear life, because almost anybody might steal it, usually a wolf. There were no stores to buy things, so if a wolf took your turkey and stuff, you were out of luck. Let, let me see that on. But it was because of all this that the Pilgrim Fathers, from whom we are all sprung, celebrated their first Thanksgiving and bowed their heads when they sat down over what was in many cases just plain cornmeal mush which is something that even my mother has never gotten me to like as much as I admire the pilgrims for the other things they did. But even cornmeal mush is all right, I guess, as long as they had neighbors to share it. Because, as my father says, when it comes to Thanksgiving, it's the spirit and not the stuffing that counts. Hmm. Father, Homer's on the phone. His folks say if we could bring over a few eggs, they have some cornmeal to make cornmeal muffins, and won't we come over for dinner tomorrow? What do you mean, won't we come over? You tell them to pack up their cornmeal and come over here. I can ask them. Yes, dear, and tell Mrs. Brown if she has any cinnamon to please bring it. I'm going to make applesauce. Fight communism by joining the crusade for freedom, the independent movement of the American people which supports Radio Free Europe and Radio Free Asia. These two networks are shattering the isolation which the Kremlin has imposed on its slave states. As a private enterprise, they can hit hard and expose the falseness of the communist line. They can spike the hate and lie campaign of the Soviets against the free world. So... Help build more transmitters for Radio Free Europe and Radio Free Asia. Send your contribution to Crusade for Freedom, care of your local postmaster. so, dear. Well, look, Mr. Foley's dog, Dodo, is out in the front yard. Yes, Henry. And Homer and I are going to take him and do a little hunting. Hunting, dear? Just around the neighborhood and see what we can dig up. The Aldridge Family is transcribed as written by Clifford Goldsmith. Henry is played by Bobby Ellis and Homer by Jack Grimes. Mr. and Mrs. Aldridge are House Jameson and Catherine Roth. Your announcer is Dick Dudley. Listen again next week, same time, same station, for another sparkling half hour with The Aldridge Family. Good night, everybody.
This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Well, I see by the clock on the wall, there's a dead fly. That means I gotta go. And I want to thank you for listening in to Alum Radio, a different kind of oldies program. And I hope you'll come back again. This is John Lovering saying so long for now. <laughs>